Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Long Tang Kiddies. This is a preamble to the actual episode. We recorded this in early February and a lot has changed since then. During the editing process, we removed as much outdated info as possible. However, some of the information remaining within the episode are still a little outdated. However, at the end of the day, this is more for entertainment than for fact-finding and I hope you find this episode fun and engaging. Stay healthy, Singapore! Have you guys heard of Typhoid Mary? Yes. Do you know what's a Typhoid Mary? So, is this woman, like back, don't know how many years ago, she's an asymptomatic carrier of the typhoid disease. She's a super spreader. Yeah, oh. then she spread to 60-something people before she was for, forcibly interned for 30 years before she died. 30 years? Yeah, they forced her, because she was yes. asymptomatic. Ma. She didn't have any symptoms, but she was a disease carrier. She has typhoid. Yeah. She, she has no symptoms and she's normal. She didn't die. But is typhoid like forever? I don't I don't know. I don't know. She might have like some weird immunity or some yeah. weird resistance to it. But she's still a infectious person. Ah. Mm. So anyway, her legacy from now on, right, she's just known as Typhoid Mary. Ah. Mm. Basically it's a person who unwillingly Is she actually re- called Mary? Yeah. Mary <laughs> something. She? Yeah, she's an Irish woman called Mary. Okay. So anyway, I think for this uh new bunch of Infectious cases, right? We should call them the Wuhan Wangs. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Long Gang Kiddies. This is John Wang, your most handsome non-Wuhan Wang ever on the face of the planet. And today, we are joined by Dementia Jerry. And uh, we are also joined by Matt Sao Angie. Uh, Syphilis Dan is... Uh, <laughs> Syphilis Dan got married. Syphilis Dan got married. Hooray! Spreading his syphilis. Yeah, spreading it all around. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> And uh, in the in the spirit of Chinese New Year, right, I think we should all apply unwanted pressure on Angie, being the only single woman now on this chan- on this podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, uh, sure. so Angie, why haven't you married yet? Okay. I so, was. Thank you very much. Yeah, apply- no, your, your, your response will be, what's the point behind the question? <laughs> <laughs> what's the point behind the question? That comment was a great comment, by the way. I really loved it. Yeah. Hmm? What? Yeah. Your comic. Oh, your, great, thanks. Your web comic. I think everybody should go and check it out. Maybe Aww, we put a link you. on it. Yeah. And then, of course, today we are talking about the coronavirus. But we shall not call it the coronavirus. We shall call it the Wu flu. So, <laughs> no, no, no mention of coronavirus. Because technically, SARS and MERS were coronaviruses as well. Yeah. Uh, it's just the family strain of virus. Uh. So technically, it doesn't have a proper name yet. Yes, la. correct. I think right now they are just calling the Novel coronavirus, something like that. Some, mm-hmm. some boring N- technical N- name. N- 2019 NCOV. Yeah. yeah. Fucking boring bullshit name. Wu flu is the way to go. Let's call it the Wu flu. I think John started like a petition to change the name from coronavirus to Wu flu. Yes, I did. And <laughs> at last, uh, last I checked, it had two, two people signing. One, of, one of it includes me and <laughs> I don't know who is the other fellow. The other one is me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How wonderful. Thanks, Jerry, for supporting my effort to change the name to Wu Flu. No problem, no problem. Sure, okay. Okay, so... (laughs) Today, we're not going to specifically talk about the virus itself, but more the reaction to the virus. Currently, uh, what drives me fucking insane is is this identity politics uh, behind the Wu Flu. Everybody's going fucking crazy over the supposed racism. Mm -hmm. Basically, everybody's saying, oh, fucking Chinese people, disgusting, bad eaters, so and so forth. 
Have you guys encountered anything similar? Yeah, like some of my friends have gotten like quite racist on Facebook. The usual xenophobia cloaked in the flu hysteria. <laughs> so like whatever prejudices and stereotypes they had against Chinese people is just now like all coming up to the surface, lah. I guess. How about you, Jerry? Yeah, definitely seeing it, but seeing it not firsthand, as in not directly my friends on Facebook or other social media posting it, but seeing it when my more woke friends are resharing it. You know, if if they don't reshare those things, I probably would not have known how bad it, it is. I I have the opposite thing. I have the opposite reaction, which is I never knew right among my friends are uh, so many of them were pro China. Everybody is just like Wuhan Jia, you know the Wuhan strong or whatever. Yes, the, I yeah. have I have seen those posts as well. I have no well. idea so many of them were like so pro China, you know. Like they they just like keep sharing all those like Chinese propaganda and, and attacking those people supposedly for their racism and all that lah. But actually, is it really racism? I don't know. I, I feel like it's not though. Is it is it racism when ethnic Chinese in Singapore also say the same thing? <laughs> Here's the part right that kind of drives me fucking insane. I mean imagine uh, me as a Chinese person, I already cannot criticize Malay or Indian people. Because uh, supposedly because of my Chinese privilege, right? And then they are minorities, right? But then now uh, we have the most populous segment of people on earth sharing my race, uh, and I still cannot call them out for their shit uh, without being called a racist. Eh. What the yeah. fuck is this? How sad to be you. Let me play my tiny violin. Yeah, but it's like, what are they? It's total nonsense. Oh. Well, I mean like, which is why I don't agree with the whole like power dynamic shit about racism. Like. It's like, clearly, sometimes there is power involved in racism, but oftentimes you can just be a fucking racist, right? Most of the time you're just a fucking asshole. Like. I yeah, I mean, the, you yeah. can just be racist without like any power imbalances and whatnot. Like. And uh, by the way, uh, by the way, just to just as a as a cherry on top of all of this, right? There's a lot of bad behavior coming out of people from China, mm-hmm. right? Sure. People are de- deliberately taking medicine to lower their temperature right. so that they can bypass airport security, and then they are traveling to other countries despite the lockdown. Yes. Despite the quarantine, and then now spreading the disease worldwide. That is just one woman, though. So far, there's a that few, has been that has been caught, like, yeah, and There's one woman who has been caught, and she the reason she's been caught is because she shared the post yeah. with on everyone WeChat. on teaching people how to fucking Actually, do it. Yeah, the and, thing is, and she, the stupidest thing is like when you want to do stupid shit like this, you shouldn't leave any evidence of behavior, right? The the thing is, she's the one who got got the most attention because she went overseas. But yeah, actually, she was in France. There are actually right? several people who did the same thing, and they've been reported to say the same things on Weibo. They went to other parts of China and then there are people from Shanghai <laughs> saying, hey, get the fuck back to Wuhan. Don't spread your shit here. So even people no, within see, China itself, you know, they But see, that's the things. thing. Like when, be- because like China is so insular in the, in the social platforms that they use, for example, Weibo, for example, WeChat, when these people share what they've done, the people who call them out are also Chinese people, right? Like they're the ones who contacted the authorities and say like, hey, this is happening. And then, like, the embassy in China that, that was based in France got involved, and then they tracked the woman down. Like, so, I mean, yes, you have, like, assholes who do shit that endanger the health of everybody around them by doing stupid shit like that. But then you also have, like, the people who are, like, publicly minded and, and do call these behavior out, like, and they are, ha- they are Chinese people as no, I well. Think, I think if you look back to SARS, right, you see, I don't know if you guys remember, in, in 2004 when SARS hit, we know that in, in Hong Kong especially, because that's when it first 
got to a public, you know, SARS has been in China for several weeks already before before it started spreading overseas. So in Hong Kong, they started locking down entire apartment blocks. And people start to fight against the police to get out, you know. And there are people who like try to climb out of windows to, to bring their entire family out. Instead of uh, respecting the quarantine and waiting for a doctor to come, you know, one by one. It's, it's almost like, hey, if the doctor don't see me, that means I don't have anything, you know. That kind of, it, there's a little bit of fear involved because there's these a people, lot of fear involved. A lot of fear involved, I guess, mm. you know. And people don't know. And sometimes... I, I don't know about you guys but like sometimes they're like oh if I don't go see a doctor and I don't know anything then I don't have it you know that kind of magically magically if, if the doctor didn't say anything I don't have it you know Just denial like of the roof yeah yeah but like, like I, I think like that there's that but then the other thing is also like when you have your entire apartment being locked down and then you're quarantined I think the first concern would be like okay even if I don't have it when I'm quarantined with people who do have it then my chances of getting the flu or SARS or, you know, like, Wu flu is way higher than people who are not quarantined, correct? Yeah, of course not. Okay, and then the second thing is also, like, how likely are you are you going to get help, right? Because we, we have seen videos and TikToks and whatever coming out from China where we looked at the medical personnel who have been totally overwhelmed by the number of people who do need help. And... Like, if you're a person who's sick, right, and then you go to the hospital, and you see, like, this madness of, like, thousands of people trying to seek help and not not getting attended to very properly, you'd be like, oh, fuck my life, I should get out of here. I need to get, like, to somewhere where I can, where I can like, actually seek medical help. La. But this yeah. is bad behavior, what? Like, the first of all, uh, the, the quarantine for Wuhan, the city, right, was already in effect, uh. But mm. then they announced it way too fucking early. And then everybody decided, you know, fuck this shit, I'm not going to yeah. quarantine. And then just flee the country, y'all. Apparently, they uh, announced a quarantine eight hours before it goes into effect. Yeah, and correct. people were just like streaming out. They kind of, they say they lost maybe five million people. Yeah, and then, and then first of all, uh, the worst hit in terms of this particular uh, action, right, was other Chinese people from other cities. Mm. And yep. then what they, when they were tracking the coronavirus live, right, what they discovered was a lot of the hubs were centered around the train stations. Right, right. Right. So because in China, traveling by train is a very popular means of travel. Everybody now around the fucking country canal. Did you guys see those uh, images <laughs> of villagers erecting their own check their own check posts? Yep. Like they are even more fucking aggro than military check posts. Yeah. Yep. But one motherfucker, this old guy carry a too long towel and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't and see then that it's like, picture. It's like, or something like, you know, like, outsiders not allowed. It's fucking insane. Uh. It's just like the whole, this whole situation really just brings out the worst in all of us. But I think like, one part is, no one wants to get sick. But the other part is also like, the fear has gone so crazy and out of hand compared to the actual statistics. So... I mean, like, I've got friends here who are, like, just non-stop posting about, like, Wu Flu every day, all day, every fucking second. And then they'll just get so fucking paranoid when they go onto MRTs and someone's coughing and they're not wearing a mask, right? And then they'll start, like, bitching about it. And I'm like, bro, even if the sick person wanted to get a mask, they can't fucking get it. Because yeah. you can't fucking buy any fucking way, right? I can't fucking purchase it. Yeah. Exactly. I've been to so many... Like, I mean, I'm not, like, super worried about this whole thing but I've tried to purchase like a couple of times at different outlets different places in Singapore it's all fucking sold out all, right all like gone. so do you all think gone. you bitching about it people coughing without like masks uh, is gonna change anything no 
Okay, though, though to, be, to be honest, the people who are coughing could cover their mouths. Going back to that xenophobia thing, there, there was an announcement, I think yesterday or two days ago, where there was a first case of Singaporean, actual Singapore citizen, having the, the positive, yep. has the positive of Wu flu. And immediately, right, on like the Mothership article that was, after the Mothership shared the article, immediately on the comments, right, are you sure it's native Singaporean or is it an immigrant Singaporean? You know, is it a new <laughs> citizen? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, Who cares? You know, it's, it's a statistic right now, you know. Let's not get carried away, right? Yeah. I but, know, okay, man. is it is it racism to call out the Chinese people for their bad behavior? Well, I think it just is that the, the fact of the matter is that they just happen to be Chinese. I think if it broke out here, or if it broke out in Indonesia, Thailand, or whatever, like I think these sorts of things would happen as well. Although I don't know on what scale. Like if it happened in Japan, probably not lah. You know, people will you know probably be very civic minded. But let's say you do that in the US or in in Europe, even do you think people would really like keep to their quarantine? I think some might, but you would see Actually, you know, worst, selfish behaviors as well. The worst viral outbreak to date was. H1N1, right? Yeah. Which is mm. actually from the US. Yeah. And that infected, I think, what was it, like a million people worldwide or something. I, I can't remember. It was like this over a million deaths, if I'm not wrong. It was it over a million deaths? I think sure? it was over a million infected. I right? don't think I don't, deaths, I don't know. right? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's infected. I, I, that I is pretty properly. like... Yeah, that's quite... That's like World War Three already. Eh. No. Yeah, I don't think it's a million deaths, dude. No. Come on. Like, malaria kills like 50 million people every year. But malaria is not epidemic, right? Okay, so... Uh, Estimated 151,000 to 575,000. That's very far from. It's half a million. Yeah, half a million. Not a million. million. I was half off. Half off. off. (laughs) That's a very big number, though. Yeah, next time I'm your client. 50% off. I'm just (laughs) half off, ma. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just double the code. (laughs) (laughs) PM, right? Yeah. Very good, very good. You know, also, another thing about like uh, statistics, right, was that. China might not be fully open mm. and transparent about the yes. number of people yes. infected. Yeah, I think that's the thing that everyone is just concerned about because mm. like the flow of information from China to the rest of the world is highly restricted. Lah, Basically non-existent now. Yeah. Uh, there was a in unsubstantiated rumors that Wu flu has been happening. It's been kind of like distilled into a as a new virus back in December. And you know, oh, you mean like a bioweapon, the bioweapon theory? Not, oh, the and it got leaked, right? Is it one of the no, conspiracy no, 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 theories? Bio, like, like you know, they they kind of isolated the virus and realized that there's a new strain that they have never seen before. Uh, way back in December, when it was maybe 30, 40 people who got it. But I think it, that's the. I think so far that's the popular. Yeah, the, that's the, the narrative, popular, la, Like yeah. so, like they definitely knew something was going on back in December, mm-hmm. but then they chose to do, they chose to do nothing and said nothing until you know. Right before Chinese, right before the Chinese New Year, right? Then that's when shit fucking hit the fan. Like, oh, it went from zero to hundred, like, mm. almost But that's, that's kind of like the thing. Like, I, I mean, in terms of things like this, you can kind of distill a virus and say, like, hey, we've got a new strain of viruses, uh, on the loose or whatever. But, like, are you, are we able to accurately predict how it will hit and how many people it will infect until the thing actually breaks out? I think that is... I mean, I you can f- sound an alarm and say like, hey guys, you I know... I got a feeling it's, it's more politics than science. Probably, I, it's, yeah. it's most likely... It's one of it's one of a few things. Uh, either the officials in Wuhan, right, are trying to contain it so that they look good to the CCP government 
or the CCP, or it's a top-down uh, directive right, from CCP telling them, hey, you know, we should not embarrass ourselves on the world stage. Like, Macam, we cannot control and contain our own borders. I was actually reading this article about the Wuhan official who actually, I think, committed like political career suicide by oh. blaming, well, by insinuating that he, he had his mouth gagged la, by the higher-ups. Because um, he was like, you know, uh, I even if I had the information or something, like I couldn't do anything without yeses from the higher up, something like that. I uh. mean, he he probably is not going to survive in his political career. Yeah. Given this, anyways, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Whether it's actually out, yeah. his fault or not, his fault. They will, they will. He will be the scapegoat law in all yeah. of this. He's like, I'm screwed anyway. I must take yeah. everyone down. <laughs> like so, fuck you all. <laughs> yeah, this is if politics. I'm going down. You're all going down yeah. to fuckers. <laughs> so according yeah. to Business Insider, that was published, I think, yeah, yesterday. So, uh, uh, scientists have published over 50 studies on the Wuhan coronavirus, Wu flu. In the last three weeks, they learned that up to 75,000 people in Wuhan could be infected. So, that's a far cry from the 12,000 that they are announcing now. Right now, like, the, 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 the official, yeah, the official numbers cases. right now are at 14,000 oh, plus 14, 000, plus. Yep. Total deaths are 300 plus plus. Mm. Uh, the first case of death outside of China is in the Philippines, which just happened like either today or yesterday. Is there a, um, but it was a Wuhan native. Is there information on how many cases has been recovered and released? Uh, According to some numbers, it's the people who have been released after... Well, okay, so like, apparently, let me just read this from mm. worldofmeters.info. Mm. The transmission rate is 3 to, 4 from, 3 to 4 newly infected from one case. The fatality rate is 2%. Incubation period is 2 to 14 days. So the one person can go up to 2 weeks without symptoms. The, the Wuhan wangs. Yeah. <laughs> the Wu flu can hide for like up to 14 days. Uh, and so far, 27 countries have been impacted. Yeah, but it we seems went, like we went from uh, third place to fourth place recently. <laughs> how tragic for us! Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like the Sea Games. All it, over it's again. one of the, those <laughs> things where you don't want to win, right? But uh, so far, I think mostly it is like Asian countries that have been impacted the most. But even then, our numbers are quite low. Touchwood comparatively comparatively yeah. to what's happening in China. This kind of brings about the fear again of. The, the Chinese government is not being completely transparent with us. Mm. How are we going to know how to be safe and so on and so forth? And I think that also contributes to, you know, the xenophobia and all that law. Recently, there's an article on New York Times. Uh, the title is, uh, the whole world is basically paying for China's, you know, the, the, the lack of transparency in China, the way they, you know, the whole, the way CCP runs the whole country, the whole world is paying well, for it now. I mean, wasn't there like this, uh, a couple of articles that talk, talked about how, um, China, in the first couple of days of the outbreak of the news, they weren't actually trying to contain um, the people, but they were going after journalists and people who have yeah, who were like putting who to, uh, yeah putting the information yeah, up online. Out. Yeah, yeah yep. so so I think I mean when you look at it from this point of view, then it it's more like a systemic thing rather than a Chinese person thing. But I mean the the citizens themselves. But the are citizens, not yeah, but the citizens themselves also do stupid shit, la. Like I mean, can you remember during SARS period? I'm I'm pretty sure in Singapore we had some like really idiots, like fuckers who who did stupid shit as well, right? Yeah, it's just back then we don't have social media. To, yeah, just know, back then we don't have people. social media, and and the second part is also the fact that like China has a lot of people, so you know like the number of idiots is multiplied yep. by the number of people that they have. So it it just I, I feel like. When it comes to life and death situations, I don't trust most people to behave in a way that would be civically minded. That's all I can say. 
But you know what? Like <laughs> I've been to China a few times already, actually several times. And really, uh, it's it's a whole different world down there. So one thing I noticed, right, first of all, is they smoke everywhere. And then as a result of like constant smoking, right, they spit everywhere as well. Mm. So let's say I'll be in a restaurant like filled with businessmen or whatever, right? And then they just like Mozart one just spit on the floor. It could be carpeted floor. They just spit on the floor. They don't mm. don't give a fuck about anything. So the in terms of the hygiene and whatever, it's like non-existent. Right. Then you see like those roadside vendor. Fuck the fuck whatever HACCP you know or NEA standard. Or they have no such thing. Right. It's just use your bare hands. Mm. You know you might have touch your buttholes. Put it in your put it in your nostrils or whatever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Just serve it up. Just serve it up. No problem. And then of course we. The famous the wildlife yeah, market, the fish market, right? yeah. I mean that is just a that's just an incubation for all sorts of nastiness, uh. Right, right. But uh, to be fair, like wildlife markets exist a lot in a lot of places, and even in Indonesia, Thailand, we've got all these kind of things, love. To go with what you were saying, I have seen like Chinese people in Singapore where they, you know, for example, we are at a hawker center. And they just change their kids' diapers on the table. Yeah, that's all. Thing. Eating. Yeah, or or in a shopping mall where the the wasn't mom, there a woman who shat on the MRT floor or something like that? I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, but uh, like you know, or or someone who who just let the kid pee at at, at the corner of a of a mall that hey. is <laughs> like I think Ion or something. It's funny because there's a <laughs> there's a pile of human poop and a pair of pants. At my void deck this morning, one of my oh neighbors my took a photo and shared it on Facebook. <laughs> anyway, uh, talking about the, 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 the wet market, the Wuhan seafood market, there's a reason why wet markets are kind of eliminated in Singapore. So mm. uh, I don't know if you guys know why wet market is called wet market. It's because they, they slaughter yeah, yeah. animals and has, you know, it's wet. Uh, blood's wet, right? So Blood's wet. Yeah, blood's wet. <laughs> Just like water. It so, sounds very ominous. So the the, the thing about the, the wet markets in China is they don't ha- tend to have very sanitary practices. They just spray water to get the blood off, you know, and into the drains and then they just sweep it out. I would say for most developing countries, it's the yeah, same. It's like la. that, la, most de- developing countries. Yeah. It's true. La. It's, it's yeah. just that, you know, there's China has a duality, right? Like on the, on the world front, they're telling people that, you know, hey, we have 5G, we have bullet trains, we have this, we have that. We're sending people to the moon. They do have a they do have a lander on the moon right now. Like I mean, if you think about it, like a lot of like in Africa, there's also a lot of bush meat, you know, like markets and whatnot. And yeah, of course, and of they, there's a lot of uh, transmission of, of disease from animals to humans there too. But we don't like you know share share the same. Well, actually, we do. I mean, there's the the most famous uh, bush meat viral transmission is HIV. It's, HIV, yeah. Right? Yeah. So then is I mean this is a this is kind of the stain that Africa is gonna suffer for the rest of existence as long as humans. But I think when you think about AIDS, you don't necessarily go immediately go. Oh my god! It's because they like you know I don't know fuck the gorilla. The monkey brains or whatever. Yeah. 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 But then also the Ebola also came from there. Yeah, Ebola also comes from there. So like. But actually, there's a there's a pretty fascinating history of human. uh, Sorry, animals to human viral infections. Transmissions. Yeah. Actually, there's a name for it. It's called zoonosis. Mm. There's a there's a whole bunch lah. Basically, a lot of it, right? Not all. A lot of it comes from very very close proximity between the humans and the animals. So typically, what we try to do is to keep mm. these two population as separate as possible, mm. right? And viruses, right, are actually very very specialized type of creature, type of organism, where they need to infect a very particular host in a very particular mm. manner in order to survive. Most viruses are actually very fragile. They kind of die very easily. Mm. Not like bacteria. Bacteria can survive for very long. What happens is 
when there is this, uh, when the virus mutates, right, it kind of, you can assimilate like DNA of the, of the new host. When it mutates, right, it kind of, it creates this brand new, you know, tsunami of plague that is never seen before. It's completely unchecked. Our body has never dealt with anything like this. And it just becomes a brand new organism, right, that unlike everything else that we have experienced, doesn't, uh, doesn't adhere to the, to the balance of the environment. So anything that affects us, right, generally try to keep us alive. Because the longer they keep us alive, the longer they become alive. But then not this kind of new, newly mutated viruses. So this is like one, one of the reasons, one of the reasons why like SARS, MERS mm. and all this, they are so deadly and so infectious. Yeah, like you, you need to have that like killer period before they mellow out and be like, hey shit, we shouldn't kill our hosts. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Or, or they mutate to become, they evolve to become, we should jump to a healthy host before this host dies. Which speeds up the transmission. Like become airborne yeah. and shit, right? Yeah, it's possible. But then eventually they run out of they run out of holes. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's what that's what a lot of I mean if you look at the history of the animal kingdom, that's what also a lot of the animals the reason they die out, they kill their prey too fast, for example. That's also one they don't they don't develop the equilibrium mm. with the environment. Nature is a delicate balance, yeah. you guys. Still on the topic of bad behavior, right? Have you guys seen the videos coming out of China also where... I mean, some of it might be completely fake, like, we're not sure yet. But there's also, like, videos such as some fella who ran up to, I think, a bank, took out his mask and started just coughing. Spitting yeah, into so it. Just spitting and coughing <laughs> onto, like, other people. What the fuck? Yeah, there's, re- there's, a, there's some reports coming out of China, not substantiated, but... Also, you know, like they're ripping off the mask of like healthcare workers and, and, and the nurses and just the worst I've seen so far, and, and I don't know if this is real or not, is just people sharing uh, videos because they were they were saying that animals can also get coronavirus or woof. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. then, like, I saw like articles or photos where people were like saying that people are throwing their their pets out of the windows. Yeah, of apartment blocks. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I would like to think that it's fake news, lah, yeah. hopefully. Two, two days ago, they were, there was a report saying that animal control officers in China are going uh, house to house to get rid of pets. That's fake news, right? I don't know. Yeah, then two days later today, like this morning, I saw the ones where people are throwing animals out the windows. It's really fucked up, man. So, is Seriously. it fake news? I, I don't know. It's, but uh, anyways. Yeah. It's the times we live in, man. The times. <laughs> yeah, but um. <laughs> anyways, my my friend was saying that, uh, before anything was happening, right? Before Singaporeans even knew that, uh, this Wu flu was happening, she saw a lot of people buying up, stocking up on masks. Like, and she was wondering, eh, why, why are what? And and she specifically named like Chinese nationals, like, basically. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, eh, how come? You know, like, why, why are they buying so many masks? Because she saw them, like, carrying, like, bags of them out, out of Guardian before they instituted the whole, like, okay, 10 piece per person kind of thing. So, yeah, she was really pissed about that. That was maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago. Actually, two weeks ago, the news is already out. Yeah. It's just, like, a slow burn. No one is really yeah. paying attention to it. And then the... Actually, this, this piece of news also kind of uh, angered me, one, like, the most, uh, where Chinese national they buy the mask in Singapore, then they send it back to yeah, China. Correct. Which I think is like motherfucker, like don't nah. But that's Op- the optics same are situation. But it's supply and demand la. Yeah, They it, need it there more than we do it, here And then you see, and then now uh, the backlash against all of this, right? Is yeah. that you can see on Facebook and whatever the common the common thing is they want to institute things like 
check IC uh, you know, for mm. buying masks and then they want to have a complete travel ban from people from China and so on and so forth. Which like, has been instituted, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, we are... Well, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not complete, it's not, la, but... It's not a complete travel ban. It's, but we are yeah, banning some people. Yeah, we are banned, like, we are no longer issuing new visas and... Right, right. Think, or they are cancelling the old visa, something yeah. like that. Because I... I it's, honestly speaking, okay, this, this buying masks to go... to bring back... Right, is is mirroring the buying milk powder. Milk powder, to bring yes, back. correct. Because milk powder, uh, Hong Kong, right? Hong Kong is is gotten so bad in Hong Kong that they yep. actually keep correct. milk powder in lock and key in their yes. supermarkets. You know, and it's uh, really bad. I, I've heard, I know for a fact that um, when the Chinese sailors, when the, the the Chinese navy vessels, the PLN came to came to Singapore, and then when their their sailors go on shore leave, they all come back with milk powder. Right, as many as they can carry. But I mean, you can say that it is very bad behavior. But imagine if you're staying within the country, right, and you you have a child, and you're not sure if the milk powder that you buy from the supermarket is gonna fucking kill your child because it has lead in it. Of course, you're gonna like want to have yeah, supply, that, la, Right, like and the... and this is I feel very human behavior. I'm not saying that it's right behavior, but I'm just saying that I can understand. But, but why. then again, at, at the same time, that milk powder situation, I'm I'm gonna draw a parallel here. The milk powder situation was because the one manufacturer, one manufacturer admitted they put melamine or something yeah, melamine, right? yeah, like yeah. A plastic yeah. into it to artificially boost the the protein, the numbers of the protein in the in the test. So because of that one case that was caught, of course, the the mentality is we don't know how many other cases out there that are not caught, you know. So to be to be uh, cautious, we're gonna like not buy any milk powder in China, and then you bring it back to this this Wu flu situation. As bad as it is, and as much as we don't know the full spectrum of how big the damage is gonna be, so far it seems that people are panicking over the the you know transmission. Uh, the speed of the transmission rather than how deadly it is. I think that's a thing that, you know, the speed of transmission is scaring people, but they don't really look at, you know, hey, how many people Yeah, has it's it not killed, that deadly, you know. You know? I mean... <laughs> it is deadly if you're in a certain... It's 2% kill rate. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but okay, like, I, I'm suspicious of that. Okay, unless there has been more deaths and it's not reported. Like, I'm kind of wondering, like, if the deaths are more due to neglect and insufficient healthcare... And also pre-existing conditions that, rather yes. than the actual virus itself. Basically, the elderly and the young yeah, are at the highest risk. Hey, which, are you yeah, sure? You like know, because no, I, because I was the, the I think home. the elderly are more at risk than the youths because like I think if yeah. we go by SARS, right? I think during SARS time, the the youths were actually doing much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. of course. So just to bring it bring us back a little bit to the milk powder thing, uh, milk powder. The reason why it's so uh, restricted uh, is because of the government. I, because I used to work in the food industry I know people who were trying to bring milk powder into China to sell because there's a big market mm. ma. yeah of course but the Chinese government right specifically restricts the total amount of brand and the total amount of milk powder that can be brought into China the imports uh. yes correct so as a result right I mean the, the people who's kind of like got the contacts uh, to bring milk powder into China they fucking they are I mean, they are driving cars, right? That you and I can only dream of. Yeah. Like so, when I was in Aussie, uh, I saw people just buying like shit tons of milk powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was mad. But that is like a direct consequence of the government like severely restrict. I think they still want to keep their own milk powder industry alive. Mm. So, like the people who don't have a choice, they still have to buy locally. So, and I think with with the with 
full right it's also direct government policy that kind of affected the, the people within okay. it's possible that there's not enough or you know the as a re- like there's no there's no network to distribute the like what we have in Singapore right so mm. it becomes this really weird thing where yeah you know we don't really want to blame the citizens but at the same time right we are blaming be- the citizens their behaviour <laughs> I mean it, does, it doesn't leave us a lot of room for us to to, to do anything uh. I mean at the same time you cannot I don't blame my fellow Singaporeans for being so fearful and being xenophobic pissed off right? yeah and yeah I'm being pissed off because fuck man it's like Kanina you come to our country you, you you can stay here you can do a lot of things you're more free than any of your countrymen and then you abuse this you abuse our kindness you give, you abuse the freedom right now it's like we don't have we don't have checks and balances we don't have government coming in and, and stopping the, the production of milk powder or import of milk powder or whatever and then you just come and you just kind of stir shit up like fucking behave lah and then maybe we maybe we can talk about the the post that's made on Facebook that then it becomes racist. That to me uh is almost justifier. The way the way I mean I'm not saying I agree with you, but the way <laughs> the way you're saying it is there's is the cause and effect, ma, right? The the reason yeah, why course, people say this kind of thing is because certain things cause this kind of things, right? So so yeah, you know, I mean Well and especially it, yeah, at times where, hard. you know, like emotions are very heightened and everyone's fearful and, and panicked la. But I, I feel like the more important thing is to get a hold of yourself, you and just really look at the, the facts and, and the figures and not just, you know, go ape shit on yeah. on everybody else. Uh. Because uh-huh. like the, I think that's one thing about people who are like really going ape shit uh, because it, it spreads the hysteria and then everybody gets hysterical, you know? Because like, I think one of the things that That doesn't help. Like um a lot of people remember what happened during the SARS period. Right. And it's not just it's not just the health portion of it. It's also the economic portion of it. Mm. That a lot of businesses were affected. And by the way, at uh, the moment the the Wu flu sort of was like publicly announced, I know of a few business owners uh, who just like, okay, I'm gonna shut down my business now. Because their business rely on like setting up kiosks in shopping malls and all that, right? They know that it's gonna get severely impacted, they're just gonna cut their losses immediately. Right. Because they have been through SARS and they're or they've yeah. been or they've been through something similar and they're just like, nah, fuck this shit. So it's it's not just medical, it's not just health concern, it's yep. also economic. Mm. And there's and this this kind of fear, right, is completely human. Mm. And yeah. fr- frankly speaking, right, I don't blame that. And and I think calling them racist and xenophobic, right? Like it doesn't really fucking help the matter. I mean if you really want to if you really want to curb this kind of behavior or you, the the most important thing is really to like what Jerry is doing, like what a few of the other artists are doing as well, is to spread the infographic about mm. what is precisely the the correct uh, factual information out there. What is the how what to is prevent the rate, uh, yeah, what is the yourself from so getting and so it. Forth, right? So people get the facts, and they they feel more at ease. They being able to manage and to handle mm-hmm. the situation, and not just you're fucking racist, you're fucking racist, your your white privilege, your yellow privilege, your fucking your your sinophobia. Shut the fuck up, Jesus! <laughs> well, I I think that's the the whole takeaway is just to take a chill pill, basically. From this I think for thing. everyone, uh, yeah, for everyone. Yeah. don't be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I also kind of adopted Angie's position. I'm not really that particular worry. I don't even have masks at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah same, I same. don't yeah. even have yeah. a mask. Like, <laughs> where the I'm, fuck am I I'm going not, to get like, Every time I see a long queue outside Unity or whatever, right? Just because they probably back on back in stock. You know what? I'm not going to fucking join a queue. It, uh. 
you know, it's like it's almost like hey, can you can you like do the McDonald's Hello Kitty thing where you have a separate cashier where for people just buying masks? Because I just want to pick up some shit and yeah. pay and go off. Yeah, I, I just need my. I just need my Eclipse candy, yo. <laughs> I don't be stuck in this queue that's snaking around three times around the block just to yeah. buy masks, you know. I just want to pay for whatever. You know? I need oh. my head and shoulder shampoo. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's fucking annoying, man. Seriously. The worst thing is like people queuing up just to ask questions about, hey, do you have masks? When clearly there is a sign that says, apologies for the inconvenience due to like high, you know, so high demand we are sold out. This one, this one's standard fucking human behavior. Sold yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Jesus a- fucking Christ. <laughs> so during the during the Hello Kitty McDonald's craze, a friend of mine and I went to queue up, right? And then the the staff was there. It's like, oh, no more already, man. The numbers, the queue numbers have all been taken. I'm like, do you want to stay for a little bit? They're like, I don't know. Then we look behind us. Then we're like, hey, do you guys are you guys staying? Like, are you guys staying? Everyone is just asking each other, are you guys staying? And finally, we decided, you know what? Fuck it, we're going off. We're just gonna go. We're just going to go to the front counter and just buy McDonald's and eat and go home. Wait, wait, wait. Did Jerry, you wanted to buy a Hello Kitty? I wanted Kitty? to buy a Hello Kitty. You wanted, wanted to, buy, to buy a Hello yes. Kitty? Yeah. <laughs> I was with my friend and he wanted one also. Angie's totally judging you right yeah, now. Yeah, she's totally judging me oh right now. Oh my god. Now. Okay, <laughs> no, but yeah, as anyone who has been a carousel vendor before, right, you will know, uh, you, you can put the time, the date, the price... All the oh relevant God, information yes. are in the whatever description or whatever, and right? People will, and people will still tell, hey, what's the price? Uh? Yeah. Hey, or oh, when can I come and pick this up? Uh? Read the yeah. fucking yeah. information, Nobody, nobody fucking reads. Uh. So, Seriously. Ridiculous, Anyways, man. what do you guys think about like what our government has done so far? Like, I think the it's, quite measured, it's quite measured and quite appropriate. Uh. Uh, the how, like, upon like five stars, how many stars would you give our government, government for their performance so far? Four, I guess. Three point five to four. Really? How about yeah. you, Angie? So high. So high. What's your criticism of the yeah. of the government's response? What's the point behind your question, Angie? <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to get like uh, a simple. Indication. I mean, it could be a bit faster, and also the distribution of masking can be could have been done a little bit better. I think it's like I think Becca the bus. Posted something right. right? Like, <laughs> if you have Shit. if you have uh three or more kids, you get four masks, and then one of the comments was like, "Which child are you gonna sacrifice today?" <laughs> yeah, it's like Hunger Games. All right of now. them. My criticism is that a lot of it seems more reactive than proactive. Mm. But I think uh, they also have tread careful water with their relationship with China. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things, like for example, full travel ban definitely is cannot because if China does the same thing to us, I'll, I'll tell you the economy is going to No, no, I mean, I mean not that. I think mm. what they did with the travel ban was good because if they instituted... Because a lot of other countries uh, did the ban way earlier and then yeah. the way that they did it was more way more drastic where they just like sent planes back. Yeah. And I think that was a bit like overreacting that one will be a diplomatic situation once all this dies down yeah exactly but but the thing like for example the distribution of masks like curbing things how how the masks are actually distributed you know I I think these things can have could have been done way better like oh definitely the POFMA right is used finally they use it for a good purpose in a good way which is to curb the you know like people's hysteria about who are are dying and who is getting infected yeah Yeah. I mean finally you're using POFMA as it should be I I feel like um, because these things have happened before and will likely happen in the future 
I don't think we should be taking a reactive stance towards protecting the citizens. I'm not talking about in the sense of, you know, like diplomatic relations, uh, i.e. banning travelers, but more like the institution of protective things. Lah. Or, or, and, and also more streamlined information. Lah. First, they were like, oh, wear a mask. Oh, shit, you all don't have masks. Oh, uh, actually, healthy people don't have to wear masks. And then everyone's like, oh, no. You know, like that, that sort of like contradictory information that they were putting out. Yeah, I guess, I guess in the, in the whirlwind of what happened, it's possible that they also, they also got it wrong. I mean, it's entirely possible. I also don't think, I I agree with you on a certain, uh, to a certain extent, but it's, it kind of stretches like human potential as well to be able to get things done on time and accurately. I feel like this kind of, there should be like a, a standard SOP that is tweaked, you know, as situation goes along. For example, you know, in the case of outbreak, you know, the first thing that will happen is that probably these sorts of equipment and supplies will be gone. So there should have been like, you know, things that were put in place but I don't, faster. I don't think... Here's the thing, like, you know, most governments, they around the world, they don't really have that kind of capacity to put aside uh, yeah. large numbers of all these kind of supplies. I mean, you, you see the you see the mass distribution initiative, right? Yeah. They activate how many SAF people, how hey, many but, slave labor. But wait, wait, wait. They work twenty four hours, no? Yeah. yeah, but but don't forget that a we are a very small place. We are a very small country. Let's say it. I think it's very impossible for something on the scale of China, right? But yeah. for Singapore, it is extremely. Easy. I I wouldn't say extremely easy, but I would say it's way easier than than let's say if you have a country the size of Thailand, you know. I mean the and and the secondly, precise... secondly, mm-hmm. our politicians claim to be first class, <laughs> you know, and are taking first class pay, and I expect a lot more of them than I do of other politicians. I mean, we don't know the precise detail of the logistics. Uh. maybe the surgical masks also have a have a expiration date. Do they? Right. I don't know lah. I mean, it could be. Probably not lah. But I, I mean, the thing is, there's there could be other details yeah. at play. We don't know. The, the thing is, you you know, if I know more, I can I can agree or disagree with you more. But frankly speaking, <laughs> at, at this moment in time, oh my god, are you pulling a Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jerry move. <laughs> oh no, am I down with the Wu flu? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> John, exile yourself. Yeah, but but the you Wuhan know. Wang. <laughs> But you see, I mean, even even if uh, in a situation like say for example medieval times, like, or you know, in 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 times of war in the past. Cities who they they have that inkling that you know a diplomatic relations with this other other city is not going well and we they, we might go to war. That's that's you know like months before. Yeah. Then that's when they start stocking uh, stockpiling yeah. their their things you know like food and water and so on. So this thing really hit really suddenly. I don't think many countries around the world could have done better to be honest. I don't seriously don't think so. Short of closing the borders. Well, you know. I mean, every like every time our ministers trumpet how wonderful they are and how first class they are and how amazing they are, I it just inflates my expectations of what they need to do, lah. Basically, yeah, rightly so, rightly so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anybody else have anything to add about the Wu flu? Nope. Nah, not particularly. Chill the fuck out, yo. Kobe Bryant died. That was sad. Yeah. That was very sad. But you know, when the moment he died, right, everybody came out of the woodworks accusing him of rape again. What? He was he was accused of rape like many really? years ago. Yeah. Yeah. One person or like 17 year old girl? People. I think a few people, right? There's like, I I know there's one, at least one case that almost went to court. But yeah. I think they settled. Settled it out. Yeah. That, that was a 17 year old. Yeah. yeah. And then there, there, I think currently there's a few other people 
also trying to so-called besmirch his legacy. La. Everybody is like, oh no, is it like, look at how they are venerating Kobe Bryant and then now, you know, I, I need to come in and shit on it. Well, but you know What's uh, your stance on it? Actually, the reason I brought this up, right, was 4chan did something very, very unexpected. And for the I, first time... Are you time, just always swimming in 4chan waters? <laughs> Shh, NJ is a secret. That's yeah. not a secret to anybody listening to this podcast for a long enough time. So, Fortune actually did something uh, that I'm actually proud of. You know, For the first time, <laughs> I don't know how long, uh, I'm actually proud of them. Uh. So, the, about a day after <laughs> Kobe Bryant died, someone posted this thread, right? That says, Hot Mills, you know, they are single now. And then they posted Kobe Bryant's wife. Oh, come uh, on. <laughs> no fucking joke, okay? No fucking joke. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too but soon. To, to their credit, uh, Almost everybody on 4chan who replied, right, was like, KYS, Sage. Sage means you don't bump the track. Okay? KYS, what's that? Kill yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the Jennies uh, shut down the track, I think about 40 minutes after <laughs> the track was posted. So good on you, 4chan. Good on you. So there's some, still some shred of humanity left. Yeah, there's left. still some decency left in that, yeah. on, in wow. that cesspool. So, you know, I, that's the reason I brought this up, lah. The last time I felt very proud of them was still the he will not divide us. Was it them? Yeah, yeah. He will not divide us. The that's isn't it the the Charlotte Booth. Yeah, Charlotte yep, Booth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one was amazing. The capture the flag. I love that. Flex destroyed. <laughs> no, I think he's coming. I think Charlotte Booth doing is doing again. Yeah. Oh shit! I think now that it's twenty twenty, yeah, the yeah. election year is this year, yeah. so Charlotte Booth might be coming out with a new flag or something. Charlotte Booth, just but, give but, up, but, yo! The, but no, you know no, what? No, this, no, please do it so that I want to him, see. You want him to come back and yeah. have the new flag again, so then they can play this capture the flag. No, game but again. I, I just want to see how much more they can escalate from what the amazing shit that they did it's last crazy, time. Crazy man, around. they've been going on for four years, eh? But Friendly. it's great. I, I think it, it should. It, I think it should never end. It should never end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the world should burn and Shia LaBeouf should never stop putting up flags. Do we have a magical moment? Oh yeah. Dan's not around. <laughs> Do you guys have a magical moment? Can you think of any? I want to come up with a magical moment scenario involving Dan's wedding, but I can't I think of anything. I want to come up with a magical moment <laughs> scenario involving Wolf Blue. Okay. You know what? I'll merge you two. <laughs> now you have... <laughs> You were not invited to Dan's wedding. Which we is were all invited. We are not all we were not all, invited. We were all not invited. Sad. <laughs> okay. So here's the scenario. You were not invited to Dan's wedding. Yep. Okay. And then suddenly a genie, magical genie that Dan always mentions appears in front of you. What's hey, the name of the genie? Mambo Jumbo. <laughs> sure. Mambo Jumbo tells you, Hey man, you can cure the Wu flu right now. <laughs> but in exchange... Dan will never get married and his wedding his wedding day will be ruined. You can cure the wufu though. Would you take the cure and ruin Dan's wedding? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is how much we love you, Dan Wong. Okay. Jerry hesitated a bit so he loves you the most. Yeah. But all of us, um, thanks for Congratulations, inviting us, Dan. Dan. <laughs> yeah, but congrats. <laughs> and I wish you a happy and, and uh, prosperous marriage. Prosperous marriage and healthy life. Yes. And, and a uh, nightmare renovation. And uh, how dare you, Jerry? <laughs> so sad. You know, That's the we? worst part of married married life, I think. Even if it goes well, it's a nightmare, man. Fucking hell. 
Jesus. Why are you so evil, Jerry? Yeah, no, no need we, to be so take, negative. Take, take that back where you said that he Jerry loves Dan Wong the most. Yeah, he doesn't love you at all. We love you. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. Me and Angie. <laughs> you still owe Angie a knife fight. And 20 push-ups. I will never forget. Yep. <laughs> but at least the wufu is clear now. So... Your, your thanks, wedding is thanks to you, Dan Wong. <laughs> yeah, thanks to you, the, yep. the wolf is good. Sorry about the marriage. <laughs> okay, with that, and we shall call it a day. Thank you very much for listening in. Please submit your user-submitted magical moments if you wish. Uh, let us know what you think about this episode. Comment, like, share, disagree. Tell us to fuck off. Tell us to eat shit. Tell us to get infected with flu. Tell us to get injected with concentrated bad soup. Tell us anything, man. Just let us know. And Bye. With that, that'll be the end of the episode. That's Goodbye, so everyone. evil. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.